Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable coming to you for the 200th time from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles. 200th time, not necessarily in this studio, but we've been doing this a while, and uh, it is very exciting to be coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. You know them, you love them. The crew that started it all, all the way from Altadena, her new book, The Big Hurt, comes out this August and is available for pre-order right now. She is an author, a performance artist, and a resistrix. Always a pleasure to have her with us. Erica Schickel, welcome. Well, hello, everybody. So good to be back with y'all. Wonderful to have you here. It's good. Yeah, it's, you know, this still feels kind of fresh doing things live in the studio because, you know, we haven't been doing it that long uh, since everyone got vaccinated. So... Very, very happy to have We're all you. masked, though. If we sound muffled, that's why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old mics haven't used them in a while. You right. know, it's, uh, it's, that's the way it goes. Well, thank you for being here, Erica. We are also joined by comedian, actor, raconteur, and juggler of words and objects. He is currently working on the follow-up to his debut comedy album, A Little Off the Top of My Head. Always a pleasure to have him here with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jim Coughlin, welcome, sir. Oh, thank you. It is a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I am excited. It's episode 200, and it makes me think about Randy Harkin. I don't know what Randy's up to today, but I hope he's having a good day. I, I hope so as well. Yeah, Randy was originally... Well, we'll get into the, the, the origin nitty-gritty. story. Let's, let's keep going. We'll, we'll knock it out yeah. with exposition at the beginning and get right back into the story. I've learned a couple things from watching all these Marvel movies. It's, you know... Sure. Lay it down, but everybody knows how Spider-Man became Spider-Man. Also, we are joined, as always, by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Always good. 200th time. I've said that 200 times. <laughs> Damn yeah, but good to be with the crew. Yes. It is, it is great to have you here. And as, as Jim started saying, um, just a little, little bit of history on the show. We were originally uh, the, the blend of two different shows, one that uh, Timon and I were on regularly called The Cause Effect, which was basically this show, but with comedians from around the political spectrum and emotional and after the developmental <laughs> boy howdy <laughs> and after after the 2016 election uh we realized there are no sane republican comedians in los angeles uh at least none that were easily available there was one who close enough to to sane to be functional enough for the show. But uh, then he, proving his lack of sanity, demanded that everybody be available to record the show at 8 a.m. on Saturday because he has a child and pointed out that the rest of us don't. And in, in hindsight, a Republican minority insisting on having control over what the majority really wants to do, well amazing foreshadowing yeah it's yeah. it's amazing and disturbing so that was the cause effect and, then, the and then also on the radio titans network there was a 
really left show <laughs> called Left of Wrong, which was hosted by Jim Coughlin, sitting right here, and Randy Harkin. That's right. Who is and was a delightful human being. The first time I met him uh, was as, as a guest on Left of Wrong. And right out of the gate, just came under attack because that was one of one of the times when uh, Israel was doing a little incursion into Gaza. Well, you know, I, I you didn't have to tell me. I could immediately guess, <laughs> well, what would be the subject that would that cause would, David yeah. to be under attack by Randy? And, and yeah, that makes sense. But we, we quickly came to an, an understanding and accord on that episode. Oh, and uh, and the rest of the episode, I thought, went swimmingly. It was, yeah. it was a lovely time. So, yeah, when... Radio Titans, Major Domo, and current Walmart funny guy, Carl Kozlowski, decided to pitch blending the two shows. It was like, oh, yeah, fuck. Jim and yeah. Randy, love those guys. Yeah. And so at a, a fateful brunch meeting at Denny's, we all got together, yeah. sort of decided the direction of the show, came up with the name. Um, yeah. We were spitballing stuff. I said... Something about treason, Jim came up with Let's, Let's Be, be treasonable. treasonable, and 200 episodes later, here we are. Me, still forgetting to introduce myself along with everybody That's else. Right. ladies so and gentlemen. So let's throw that in. I'm Dr. David Robinson. I'm your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, whether it be political, nuclear, or climate-based, and we do have plenty to talk about because it has been a busy week, but first... A brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's Community Spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants. The UK variant goes great with period dramas and tea with milk in it. The California variant made with avocados from Mexico. And the Brazilian variant that goes down so smooth it's like there's nothing there. Unmitigated Spread Variants. It's time. For another peak. And we we now have the Delta variant, which I didn't delve into it uh, when I was doing the last minute show prep this morning, but apparently uh, of interest to uh, some of the folks here on the rise in Missouri, yeah, uh, they, among uh, many other places. But uh, Missouri so strong, it, it got a shout out in a New York Times article. Yes, uh, I listened to uh, the, I don't know, health experts in St. Louis talking about it. Basically, you know, the, the, in general, in general, the <laughs> um, first time around, the first wave of, 
was on the coast, but now the Delta has arrived in the, in the center of the country where it's ripe for the pickings because of a low vaccine rates. Yeah, you know, it, it just strikes me that, you know, we, we already know at this point that when the, the pandemic was first reaching our shores and teeming on, on said shores, presidential advisor and all-around do-everything guy from the Trump administration, Jared Kushner, told the president that, well, it's, it's really in the blue states. So politically, this could be to our advantage. But like many other trends and what have you, where the blue states go, the red states eventually follow. So folks in the red states, you can, you can thank your boy Trump for, for your delayed gratification. Not only do you get it, you get it late. So it's even worse. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like if you're getting COVID now, it's like wearing 2017 fashion now. Or I would even go so far back as to uh, go, go with Ed Hardy and Affliction shirts, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, which is frightening because it is, it is so delayed from when it was originally, uh, I guess, a hot zone in the viral parlance that... I, I worry that some of these folks in the red states are going to think that it's been gone so long. It's cool to have it now. It's, <laughs> right. it's, oh, it's a retrovirus. No, not, not a retrovirus retro like no. that. So, so uh, St. Louis is high. Well, actually, Missouri, Missouri, St. Louis has the highest rate of vaccination in the state, but Missouri in general uh -huh. uh, has, has some hot zones. And uh, yeah. Just can't believe, huh? Well, you know, the, can, I mean, but the, it seems like it's they all are the, the show me state. They don't I mean, just believe. I, mean, I, um, I remember I was on a walk uh, Sunday and I said, you know, I can't even, I won't have that conversation. I won't. When someone says, well, you know, I didn't get the vaccine. Good. Good. That's on you. I, I'm not going to ask you because they, they're letting you know that it's, now we have one of the deadliest strains that's out. Yeah. This shit is, it's, it's no joke. We got a vaccine. You can get it free. Hell, you can get it like getting a soda. Okay, and you won't get it because you're worried about. Oh, my arm hurt. Ooh, um, I might. I got a high fever. Uh, I. Mm. Yeah. You know, uh, you know especially in Southern California, I haven't come across that many people who aren't vaccinated. But my response is just going to be to pull out a cigarette and light it in front of them and blow smoke in their face, because fuck it, you know. They they I don't actually, have any fear of death. I had an experience. I've been seeing a physical therapist for an injury. This woman who I really love and respect, and she was working on me a few weeks ago, and I was lying on the table in my mask. And I said, "Do you know anybody at this point who hasn't been vaccinated?" And she said, "Well, I haven't been vaccinated." Oh my! And God. I was just like. And her, she's married married to a military guy. You know, I mean, she's got that weird conservative thing mm -hmm. happening, even though she's cool, you know. But, and I was just like, really? And as a person working in a medical environment, you're not going to inform your patients of your vaccination status? Like, it, Are you kidding? That would hurt business. Crazy. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, the right wing is so invested in this what, crazy well, narrative. Well, well, tell me something. What is this about someone taking, or more, I'm hearing more white people tell me that they're taking our freedom. What is this freedom thing? What, do you, what is this <laughs> that you're losing? I can't. What, what, I, can't. I mean, you know, because they're, well, they're, they're taking my freedom. If I take that vaccine, they're taking my freedom. No, they're trying to make sure you don't, you don't kill anybody. Die or One, kill someone. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, and that's where the the whole thing 
Well, I think with, with a lot of these people, it's, you know, they know they're never going to be TikTok stars, so they want to be an influencer in some way and make their mark on the world. So by spreading a deadly virus, they can do that. It's it's really horrifying and it's really frustrating and deeply hypocritical, you know, I mean. Well, and I know there there are people who medical reasons like legitimate medical reasons oh, but what, what, can't but what, get the vaccine but what about the are, nurses in houston come on yeah. oh no absolutely yeah. and to, I, to, my, to my understanding there isn't a good scientific reason to not get vaccinated by the mrna vaccines like in other words there's no group that to say don't give this to them because it is pretty much harmless except you can have a allergic reaction or you can have a, a mild reaction but that's why you do it at a, in a place where they can get you medical care right. within 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get vaccinated, they make you hang out for yeah. 15, or that's why I had to wait 30 because previous weird medical. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so like, in other words, there's there are vaccines that they don't recommend for a given group, you know, the, I don't know what it could be, let's say it's the, the shingles vaccine. Well, don't take it if you've got blah, blah, blah. But like my dad is on immunosuppressants and it's totally safe and he took it. He did not develop the antibodies, unfortunately. Um, he actually got now a third shot, but um, oh wow, yeah, mm. it's three shots of Moderna. Oh, um, it probably would have been advantageous to get a shot of a different one now. But any yeah, case, throw, throw I, a little, throw a little Jansen in the mix. I'm yeah. excited to see news about, finally. Well, actually, there I think it was Michelle Goldberg wrote an op-ed about it. Was it Michelle Goldberg? No, I'm not remembering this morning because I read two papers a morning. But anyway, about the J&J, which is what I got. Same. And I, you know, there's been a dearth of information about how it holds up against the Delta variant. And now, now, you know, she wrote this op-ed about it. And there's some, it's starting to be shown that that it actually does do the same thing. But, you know, it was scary. I mean, there's a a week or so in the last couple of weeks where I was just like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's you like know? every story was about, about the Moderna, Moderna and, and Pfizer. Pfizer. Yeah. And or it, even AstraZeneca, for fuck's sake, which did nobody's that taking. even happen in America? Well, they sent that to... That's the one America. they sent out, sent out to, to, to yeah, yeah, give to the other people. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm glad to hear that now studies are emerging that shows that they're... Yeah. It's uh, if, if I can ask, why did you uh, choose Johnson? You know, I just I you know I had a I had an anti-vaxer seeping into my consciousness, and one of my oldest and dearest friends has become an anti-vaxer. And there was you know stuff about Pfizer and Moderna was a little iffy, and I was like, well, here's J and J, and it's one and done. And mm-hmm. I was at a place that was offering both, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'll just get the J and J, and not have to come back and do this again. Yeah, it was and a scheduling thing. For it was me a sketch. Well. Yeah, it's like you know I don't know eeny meeny miny mo at that point. So and you know I sort of regret it because you know there's not as much scientific in you know information about. Well, and it, also but. with J and J. You know, the, 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 it was the it was the blood clotting that they worried about. Yeah. Because, but that was rare. I mean, you had to super, have super rare, uh, right? Super and so and in young women younger than right. me, so I didn't right. sweat it too right. much. But and yeah. then you know, Pfizer people got pain in the arm. <laughs> some people got a, you know some hot flashes or something. They said they were very they got a high fever. You know, but it was gone. Even the doctors yeah. even said they took it. They said, yeah, I had a little bit of a fever and everything, but I was fine because your body's trying to adjust to what they're saying. You know, and it's amazing that uh, that you know, especially for black people, they had to go across. The, you know, the black woman who helped put that uh, 
who worked on the um, on the mRNA. Yeah, that's a great story about right, that woman. Right, and so she went to this uh, uh, oh, oh, this mother and son. Well, the she, mother, yeah, she the had done the town hall. Right, and the mother and, and the, the, the son asked a question. Yeah. Said he wasn't interested in getting it, and she was like, uh, and her mother's a, his mother's a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, not a medical doctor, but she was, a, you know, I guess, a clinical psychologist or something, and she wasn't going to get it either. And she flew to where they were mm-hmm. and said, yeah, you know, and, and talked them into getting it. Yeah. And they got it, and that's how you feel. No, no problems. Now, yeah, this yeah. is this is the scientist who helped develop it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've followed. I, now, I can't remember whether it's Moderna or Pfizer, but the woman who developed that or helped develop the, the mRNA. The mRNA, yeah. She, she could not get funding. Could not get funding, couldn't get, yeah. Uh, couldn't get on a, a tenure, couldn't mm-hmm. get tenure, meets this other guy at the copier. They're complaining about getting doing research on, on yeah. mRNA, and then they started working together. She shifted her focus a bit. She lucked together. out. Yeah. Zero. It's like a couple bringing of, people together. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and it, now they make copies of virus. No, anyway. And nobody understood <laughs> the potential. Nobody understood the potential of what that would. She, like, yes. she came up with it yes. in another lab before any of this happened. Nobody really could. Nobody. She couldn't get grant funding for it. Nobody understood what this might be good for her. And it's huge. It's going to change huge science, like change medicine. Yeah. Because now, if you if you are lacking in a given protein. Yeah. All that all that requires just is a new bring it on in on that mRNA. And they yeah. they came up with the mRNA. I don't know if it was either Pfizer or Moderna came up with their exact number, of all of the um, molecules in two days. They came up with exactly what it was going to be, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the rest was testing, you know, developing. Well, the woman know. who created you talking about the woman who created the genome. I'm the woman who created the mRNA. How oh. to? You know, yeah. Well, that that uh, she's the one. I think. What's the book out that um, she now that you can just match up? You know, because she created this genome where you can it'll be able to match up with viruses, uh, cancer, everything. Right. It yeah. had the yeah. There's, there's the potential's a, amazing. Yeah. But you know, one of the things that the anti-vaxxers, or at least the anti-vaxxers for this virus are on about is like what is this science where did they come up with this all of a sudden this is far too quick and the fact is is that the the mrna technology existed or was you know already being looked at in labs and they sort of plucked it out and went we could maybe use it for this and it was not a heavy, heavy lift in terms yeah, of what they, needed to happen because all of that stuff, that research was already in place. Well, and the yeah. speed says less about the the development of the vaccine than it does about the, the bureaucratic red tape that's And what we can involved do in, if we you know, need to quickly. Yeah. Everybody's got to get... Well, that... Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, need to do the right research. But there's, there is, I, I would say, uh, you know, a hefty dose of... Hey, I gotta get a little back sheesh off the, you know, off the edge. So it's it goes through so many steps, so yeah. everybody can justify their paychecks. Uh, right. So you know, I, I, th- I think also you know every virus is different, and this virus has this sort of weakness, which is the strength, which is this crown thing. And if we, yeah. and if apparently they all do the same thing. They all have your body react to or create the spikes. Hmm. And other viruses that don't have that, you can't, 
you can't use yeah, that technique. Yeah. Well, is, is, what was that? No, I was saying that the woman. Yeah, yeah, the book. Yeah, it's Code Breaker. Uh, yeah, that's what the Code Breaker uh, by Walter Isaacson. He did uh, Leonardo da Vinci and all them. Yeah, he wrote that. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Jobs. He's he's done a few buyers. Yeah. He knows his shit. Well, on on the virus topic, as long as we are looking at numbers, we are 165 days into the Biden administration, and as of today, we've got Timberney. Six hundred four thousand six hundred twenty nine Americans dead from the coronavirus and 33,676,611 confirmed cases with about 181.7 million people, including four in this room, having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 156.3 million of them. Actually, that would be the four in this room fully vaccinated yes. that is that is where we are at we are and but yet it's going we are up. we are advocating the help well yeah but you you look at where it's going up and not necessarily geographically but in terms of population centers and and it's going up in places where people don't believe in getting the vaccine yeah well and also it's the young folks now the young folks are telling everyone that yeah, yeah I, I don't need it i don't need to get you know like my sister has my her her step grandson whatever standard he's 25 and he won't go get the vaccine and i told her i said throw him out she said well, i said you're 66 years old okay you can't play with that you got the vaccine but you can't have anybody you don't need to even play with that he needs to either go do it or he's got to move mm-hmm. you know that's yeah. just a common deal i mean you know this stuff is real yeah. yeah, you know, and our cousin, my cousin, died of it as well. And like I said, my sister got sick, which ended up tell you what it did. It gave her full full blown diabetes. No shit, and she got diabetes and high blood pressure behind it. Wow. So you know, you it just basically brought all that out. You know, it, she may have been borderline diabetic, but when she got sick and you know messing with the lungs and everything, and then you get pneumonia. You know, so yeah. Yeah, you you have people saying uh, that that my immune system is so strong. Yeah, you know, I don't need it. And uh, I don't. My my last thought on that was like, okay, um, there's a guy. He's going to come over and he's going to try to kill you. No, I I'm not going to give you a picture. Right, you're so healthy. You'll <laughs> you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, he'll get a couple swings in, but uh, <laughs> you know. But you know, there's that, and then there's the people who've who've gotten COVID who think they don't need to get vaccinated. And it's like. Yep. Yeah, that's not what they're saying. And people know? who have gotten vaccinated are still catching COVID. Yeah, but it's, it's much milder. Right. Like right. hospitalization and they've, and, and they've been able to die from COVID too. Because, but that also it's working on. Do you have a weak immune system? Do you have some underlying uh, issues right. that yeah. that people don't know about? So, yeah, yeah, and and uh, really nobody is dying from the vaccine. Where yeah. the, whereas there are vaccines where yeah, it could kill you. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> Very mm-hmm. rare, but. Let's go get that hydrochloroquine. That's what you always go. Good old hydro. Inject some bleach or yeah. light directly uh, into into and, your and and the people telling you not to get vaccinated are vaccinated. You know, uh, Trump is vaccinated. Yeah. yeah. Um, now Tucker Carlson is is saying all these things that make you not want to get vaccinated, but he won't say one way or the other whether, whether he's vaccinated. He's, yeah, and I you guarantee know, you think he is. Uh, although, sure. you know, I, I was going to save this till later in the show, but as long as you bring uh, Tucker Carlson up, 
he's he's been in the news a bit this week because he claims the NSA is spying on him. Mm. And you know, it's I mean is it is it narcissism only? Is it narcissism with an intent to disturb? What's I think it is I I you know, to use their terms, I think it's a false flag. I mean, I think that there he's what they're doing is they're trying to create greater distrust in our institutions and in this case the NSA and they're starting a cur- a kerfuffle around it so that because they're trying to, you know, set themselves up for 22. Right. Well, and I think that's exactly it. It's the, I, I think, you know, it's, it's not a direct corollary, but the, the crazier and more batshit the right wing complaints get, it, it seems to me that is an indication of how good the Biden administration is, is doing, doing. Yeah. because there is, you know, there are fewer legitimate things for these people to complain about and and upset their constituents. Right, and that's why we have you know, Mr. Potato Head. Well, uh, just Potato Head, right? Oh, right. <laughs> the, the, but them Potato. I, I wonder if they're they're going to edit War Games to to get that that line out. You know, the uh, the scene with is it uh, Howard Chaykin and uh, Eddie Deason? But oh. when uh, when Matthew Broderick goes to to see his guys, the soft, his friends, the older software developers. And uh, Eddie, oh, what is that? Let me look at that. Mr. Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head. You remember when (laughs) when you asked me to to remind you when you were being insensitive to the needs of other people? He nods. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, they're just going to have to edit that and make it just Potato Head. I don't know. Yeah. Important shit. Just just for the record, there still is Mr. Potato Head. But he's part of the Potato Head Head family family of Potato Heads. Um, And this is is where the NSA comes in. There's a whole flow chart of the Potato Head organization. Uh, Well, I think Tucker Carlson has probably borrowed Mr. Potato Head's bow tie. And is something (laughs) spud-like in many ways. Yeah, t- uh, Tucker uh, narrowly avoided becoming a side dish in one of his family's right. Swanson frozen dinners. I was trying to find out. Um, did you did, did Ron DeSantis send troops to the border? Uh, most no, 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 no. Uh, I well, like this week. No, or? when 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 Kamala went. Did she? Yeah, uh, I don't uh, think no, so. No, DeSantis. I mean, has uh, enough. My sister who lives in Florida. She kept telling me. She said, "You go on your your podcast." Yeah, ask him. Did he really send the troops to the border, or is he? I, I said he probably sent some cops because she was going because they kept bugging her about that. You know, because Tucker talked about, "Oh, why isn't Carmela going to the to the border?" I mean, what, why isn't she going? It's like, dude, what does it matter? It's like she said, "I live in California. I go by the border all the time." Yeah, what do I need to go there for? What am I going to see? Yeah. Well, and I, I I know it was in the news this week that uh, South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem is sending some National Guard troops funded uh, by some private rich guy yeah. from another uh, state. Yeah. To do uh, what? To, you know, uh, lo- look for Mexicans, for, for I guess. Yeah. Let me tell you something. They put a great <laughs> article. It was great on, on Sunday morning with um, Jane Pauley. They had the thing. Um, they were talking about this very thing, immigration. Hmm. And there was a, a farmer out of Oregon, guys, you know, potato. And he said, hey, man, you know, I need those people. And yes, and he's a Republican. I need those people. I do believe in them getting educated. I do believe in them becoming American citizens. We cannot, he said, I, he said, 
I can't get an American to do it. They pay the Mexican 16 bucks an hour to do that job. Yeah. You know how much it costs you to get a, an American to do that? Anywhere from 25 to 30 bucks an hour to get them to go out and do it. And they won't do it. You and know, I, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and he's saying, look, when you go to your table tonight and fix your food, these people made sure. So why are we dogging them? They, and they were calling them, they're the invisible people. So yeah. this whole line, it's a lie. It's not, it's not true. I, Immigration is not killing us. I, I mean, am actually surprised that a lot of these quote-unquote you know, constitutional originalists uh, on the right wing haven't proposed the solution to, to the immigration problem. We just make Mexicans three-fifths Americans. Right. Uh, oh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's right there in the text. You know, it's they don't an originalist. Read. Well, I know. It's, the, the Constitution is like the Bible. You know, you don't have to read it to quote it. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, but it's, it's like an 80-year-old white dude saying he never heard of Jim Crow. I'm sitting there, dude, you never what? I never heard of that. Ty. What are you going to do? What's, what's Jim doing? Jim, I said, okay, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, that's, that, that's a lack of curiosity lifelong. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's a lack of, he ain't never, he never, and also he's never had to worry about it. It didn't affect you. Well, yeah, they weren't teaching it in the history classes when he was in school because that was current events. Yeah. So it's, you know, there's a difference. On on the note of current events, it is the 27th Saturday of the new year. And being the 3rd of July, that also means it is National Fried Clams Day, National Eat Your Beans Day, National Chocolate Wafer Day, and National Compliment Your Mirror Day, which you <laughs> may want to do first if you're celebrating the rest of those. The, yeah, the back of my mirror. It's Yeah, I, I don't know where they get these. It, as, as long as they make up national days, though, I would like to propose that uh, July 3rd become National Count Your Fingers Day, and July 5th should be National Count Them Again Day. And if you get the That's same sure. number both days... You had a good holiday. <laughs> God. Yeah. We're, by by we're, the way, we well, we're going to get a reprieve from last year's fireworks. They People used so many fireworks last year that they burned through the stocks. Are you kidding? Yeah. So the, the, in L.A.? In, or uh, everywhere? Nationwide. So oh fireworks God. manufacturers are not at the same level. So that's why fireworks are extra expensive now. And we're not Ooh, hearing. Excellent. We're not hearing the same level. Are you yeah, kidding? me and the boyfriend uh, were talking about it this no. morning. Wait, 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 wait. Maybe, yeah, maybe like. Uh, and Jim, you're like blocks away from me. It, it's not uh, the same level. It, it's, uh, it's not because we haven't no. heard. We heard a few last night up in Altadena, and but I mean, it's I'm hearing them. Less. I'm hearing them, but no, I, I worked uh, at the guard shack at my job in Silmar, and let me tell you, they it was like bombs away every night. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah, you know, if, if you know. I had to guess, like in, in East Hollywood, they're, they're still buying the fireworks. They just didn't spend the money on the pretty ones. Now they just spend the money on the Maybe loud ones. The bang ones, yeah. Well, because, we'll see. Yeah, we'll get see, a lot of bangs and not much fire in the sky. July so. 4th last year was a level of insanity. I oh, never. It was hideous. And, and there was actually incredible uh, either airplane or drone footage. Going across LA. Oh yeah, yeah. With, they shut it on. It was uh, amazing. I know. Five. It was just and, a blanket of fireworks yeah, across and, the whole town. And what I what I don't understand is, you know, you should be able to shoot off all of your fireworks in about three hours, however many you acquire. Right. But it was like continuous till three, four in the morning. It was insane. Yeah. And I, I, I know uh, you you live with uh, at least one cat, Erica. You have two of them. Yeah. Do they? They hate it. 
the pets. All the pets just hate it. Damn humans. And, you know, small children, I would think. And I hate it. I I also hate small children. No, (laughs) No, I am am very lucky. Uh, I don't have a a dog, but uh, my neighbor's dog adopted me several years ago. And he is completely non-affected. You would think he was deaf yeah. from his response to fireworks. From his response to a crinkling plastic bag that may contain treats, you know he's not deaf. Right. But uh, yeah, it is It is amazing. He is so chill. And yeah, my neighborhood, it just audible war zone. Good Good times. Yeah. Speaking speaking of war zones, we are we are pulling out of Afghanistan and the Taliban is moving in. Yep. And, and Rumfell you know, is dead. I know what's that? Rumfell is dead. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. What a scumbag. What a scumbag. What a and, fucking and war now, now criminal. You, now and now <laughs> if you wanna you, you talk about the big lie here, all right? But talk about the big lie that the Bushes and and Cheney and those guys did. That was an amazing lie, yeah. and they stood before the American public and told them that, that you know, was it uh, mass destruction? What was it uh, weapons of mass West, destruction? Weapons of mass destruction, but, and you know, and they got them. We know they got them. And the Taliban was like, uh, no, no, there's nothing here. Iraq, no, there's nothing here. We don't have any. No, you're lying. They're there. They say that they're there. We, we manufactured the evidence that says it is. Right. Uh, yeah. And apparently he went to his grave completely unrepentant. Oh, yeah. Never, yeah, that, that never was, uh, second-guessed any of any of. You yeah. know the house that he lived in, don't you? Oh. Yes, I saw. Joe, what was the? Uh, 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 who, who, I saw the Maddow on, on Rachel on Maddow, where, yeah. where Frederick Douglass was yeah. tortured. Yes, it was yes. the house where they sent slaves. Uh, and it's to be called broken. like Doom Hill or uh, forget, it's something. Death Manor. Uh, yes, some right. Ter- I did not Hell know about this. House. Oh, Hell Manor. You got to go on. This just, is, just look it up on YouTube. There was Rachel a famous, Maddow. famous slave breaker. So if you had an unruly slave, he would be sent can, to can, this guy this asshole who lived in this house and you know that tells you all you need to know about the guy and donald rumsfeld bought it and lived in it happily yeah you know it's like um okay we're we're showing you this house uh by the way there's something you should know you know and then that that would make most people run away so how many black men suffered here yeah yeah Ooh, i sleep like a baby you know what i'm gonna offer 20k over asking just for the torture i want to make sure i get it well they were saying that you know why didn't they offer to what do they do normally offer to a a, museum uh, museum or something yeah so educate and he he said, no, I want this house. He, they didn't know who the buyer was, and yeah. then it came out that he was the buyer, and he wanted to live in it, you know, and he didn't care about the history, you know, and the fact, like, yeah. dude, why would you, why Wait, would you do Which, that? you know what, I don't believe. I think he did care about the history, you know? Yeah, I, did, I think he I embraced think he that. That was yeah. a feature, not a yeah. bug yeah. For, yeah. for someone like Rumsfeld. Uh, yeah, just to be in, and that just helped, you know, with, you know, hanging out with Darth Vader, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, which was yeah. Cheney, and he was just an evil, maniacal motherfucker too. You know, yeah. well, he still he still is. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I finished uh, John Bolton's book. Oh, of, really? Yeah, God, you read that? Was that the uh, the room where it happened? Yes. That one? How was <laughs> it? It was terrible. Um, <laughs> uh, it's. I realize it's the first time I've read, or I should say, I listened to the audiobook, but um, I've ever started a book already hating the author. Yeah. <laughs> but I did want to hear what he had to say. Uh, at the at the time that it originally was going to come out, you know, it was like he's the 
he's an insider critic. Yeah. You know, and that's why I was interested. But anyway, uh, terrible. And he's another fucker who um, avoided Vietnam because he thought it was a losing war. Right. And then he's ready to start another war at any moment. Sure. You know? Thinks thinks that they are going to go well. Yeah. You know, just go in, fuck up Iraq, get out. Why not? You know. What the hell? We're America. Wasn't it Rumsfeld who said we were going to be greeted with candy and flowers? Yeah. Yes, and it's six months at the most. At the, I mean, I doubt that six days, six six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be surprised. Six months. Yeah, Yeah, and that that's John Bolton has the same level of confidence. You know. I mean, there is just so, this conversation is bringing it home for me. I mean, just, there's so much terrible karma in this country that I really feel like we're trying to reckon with, you know, obviously, you know, in the African-American community, black community, not African-American, excuse me. Either way. uh, You know, with, 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 uh, you know, the BLM protests last year, with our reckoning, with the, you know, coming out of Afghanistan and the Iraq and war and all of that. And it's like there's this push to to process it and and understand it and make our unsettled peace with it so that we can create something new. And it's just like all of these things are starting to pile on so quickly. Mm -hmm. Like the reckoning is almost... Yeah, not a choice. They, but but, they but don't, the ignorance is strong but on the, the other side. You know, we we yeah. were talking a little bit before the show about uh, the the tragedy in Surfside, Florida. Yeah, which you know, thoughts, prayers, like genuine, not yeah, you know, genuine gun no, victims kind of thing. stuff. But one of the things that really and it stuck with me, and it's it's interesting as more news is coming out. The mayor of Surfside, who. From his his tone and everything, I'm assuming is a Republican. His his big statement uh, when when the collapse first happened was, "This isn't America. This doesn't happen in America. This is a third world oh, problem." Me. And in in the week since the building collapsed, there have been more stories about other buildings in Surfside and and the general Miami area mm-hmm. that are basically really expensive death traps yeah. and i i saw uh well while we were doing the show i saw a headline pop up on my phone the high rolling developer of collapsed florida condo faced legal and money woes during mm-hmm. project this is from usa today and hey if that ain't america what is i mean even yeah. you know we're, we're well, talking florida so we can assume amongst politicians at large, there's a certain love for the former president yeah. who, what was it, last year, two years ago, huge fire in one of his buildings in New York right. where yeah. they didn't have uh, smoke detectors or sprinklers on the top yeah. floors because they didn't have to. Yeah. It wasn't legally mandated. So, yeah, okay. we don't need to do it. Well, this is why they keep saying they want small government, right? Well, and they don't like regulations. Okay, but because... That's why you have to regulate them because of what, you know, the right has always done. Every time that we, we ease up on something and don't get that, 
you yeah. you screw the American public. You've been screwing over the American public, and that's the reason why you have to have regular. Because man cannot be trusted. Man is a dirty motherfucker. Yeah. He will yeah. always screw you. He's trying to get over. Even if you told him, dude, can I? I, I want to get you this contract. Are you going to do right? But yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I think also politically, and and especially and start- from from yeah the the Republican and conservative side of things, there's a certain short sightedness that it's you know regulations all that shit we don't need to find a cure we just need band-aids just put band-aids on shit and and that'll take care of it and you know as as long as i'm going off on pop culture tangents uh was it was it rambo 3 where where john rambo was fighting the russians alongside the muajadeen yeah and you know there's rambo riding along with the taliban and the taliban were quote unquote good guys right. then because they serve the purpose of you hate the russians we hate the russians come fight the russians with us right. and and we're going to give you guys a shitload of weapons and and we'll sell you some too so we make money but we're we're going to arm the fuck out of you yeah. well you know Five years down the line, hey, why are these guys shooting at us with American weapons? Yeah. Oh, oh, we we gave that to right. we armed them. Oh, interesting. Mm. And you know, you look at the initial Trump response to to the virus, and it, it's the same thing. You know, let's let this is going to make you know the the stock market tank is only affecting the blue states short term, which. That's all we look at, so we don't even need to mention short term. Yeah, we he, don't need to do anything. Uh, you know, he had a, it's taking care of our problems for us. He had an economist telling him you got to open up. You know, that's why he was talking about opening up by Easter, and yeah. uh, you know, all focused on the economy because that's going to hurt you if, if the economy right. shuts down. And it's like, yeah, you got to actually face this thing. Uh, and by the way, that's the main takeaway from the John Bolton book is that he never he mentions coronavirus twice. In chapter two, he does not mention it, but he mentions that he reduced the government. He's talking about how he made it more efficient. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's when he let the pandemic response team go. <laughs> so it's like he's written this book that covers the biggest event in his life, and he just kind of forgot about the major thing he did. Yeah, Jesus. Um, you know, but... Uh, Oh, that's I, I, I think it is it is such a testament to how fucked up the the Trump era in America was and I mean we are still dealing with the we're repercussions it was, yeah. but yeah. that that you know and we we're st- as liberals we still do it to a certain point to this day uh, that we we lionize horrible horrible Republicans because they by virtue of one or two small beliefs or deeds managed to stand out uh, against uh, the, the Republicans in charge, the common enemy. And I, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens with Liz Cheney, yeah. who for, well, for she's on the commission. Years, well, that's, that's what I'm saying for years. She has been a horrible, horrible person as well as, you know, being a Republican politician. Yeah. And, when she voted for impeachment 
everyone was like, oh, fucking A, Liz Cheney, yeah. And then there was that, you know, wait, whoa, okay, not fucking A, Liz Cheney, but fucking A, Liz Cheney for this. Like, yeah, admittedly, horrible person, but she, she done good here. So hooray, Liz. And now that she has been named to the, the House Select Committee to look into the insurrection on January 6th, it, it's going to be interesting to see how she proceeds on that and yeah. and whether she actually you know stands out as a voice of reason or if she becomes everything that you well, know Kevin McCarthy would want Jim Jordan on the panel to no, do. Well, um, no, I think he's going to punish. He's going to punish. Uh, Kevin McCarthy's going to punish any Republicans that go yeah. on the committee. Well, right, but I mean, like they already took Liz Cheney out of her her leadership right, position, right. so it's like. She's got nothing to lose in yeah. terms of that. And I, I actually do think that in this matter, she is principled. Because she know? wants to stick it to him. I, she's well, probably principled in all her matters, she's prob- according well, to her own. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to give her any slack. I'm, but My guess know. is she's she's looking at a 2028 run. Because I think 2024, we are still going to be dealing with the aftermath of Trump. We're still going to have QAnon nutbags in, in Congress. So I think 2028 is going to be enough time. I think the Republicans are going to reinvent. They're, they're not going to purge the the crazies, but they're gonna they're gonna find a way to tamp them down. I and, love, I, love and that. I think well, when when the Republican Party seems to be coming to more of a center ground, that is when Liz Cheney is going to make her move. Well, like right, look right now, they have to get the Republican Party back to where it was, you know, their so-called moral conservative, all the stuff that they used to do. Because right now, they are nothing but nuts. And, and, and the fact that if you look at what happened with Barr, you know, for him to finally call out Trump on his BS, and then, but yet McConnell said, you got to get in front of you, Barr, you do it. No, fucker, you got, well, I got to make sure that we win Georgia. I mean, that's telling yeah. you where their concern yeah. is. Well, I'm, and I'm, then you end up, le- he made sure you lost Georgia because you couldn't shut him up. And then even Barr came up. Barr said, look, I'm done, bro. I can't I, even I can't even cover it anymore. I think Mikey, the life serial kid, is just lucky he wasn't around because oh, I'm not going to tell him. You tell him. I'm not going to tell him. You tell him. Hey, let's get Mikey. Yeah. He'll do anything. Here's here's my prediction for 2024. I realize what's going to happen. It's either either Trump runs, which is crazy, and but I think his popularity is going to go down a little bit, just a little bit, you know? I think indictments and, are coming. And then... Whoever runs has to either be 100% for Trump, otherwise he's going to attack them and turn the Trumpers against that person, or they, uh, or they have to be 100% against Trump. There's an the interesting get-go. dynamic right now between him, Trump, and Ron DeSantis yeah. on that score. You <laughs> yeah. know, like well, what, he, you know, he, Ron DeSantis is Trump's boy, you know, absolutely. I, and yeah. yet but, but he's becoming more he's, popular you know, and... But he's trying to keep Trump from doing a, one of his you know Nazi yeah. rallies in Florida a hundred miles from Surfside. Right, right. And how do we? Trump how is, do I? Me what you know, do. stake my claim in this franchise without actually pissing Trump off. Which I think is Trump's going to get convicted. I think all that the, the, I the hope conviction, you're right. the conviction is there. I mean, okay, we got Weisselberg, and you get. I mean, you know, and and there's still more to come. And I think by the end of the year. 
You're going to have, you know, well, Weisselberg hasn't, you know, hasn't been convicted yet. No, but uh, I'm just saying. Nor does it, it, it seem like he's going to flip. Well, then he's no, going to jail. No, I think, you know. He's, it's, he's going uh, to jail. He'll do at least three, I, four I, years. I don't know. I think, you know, I, I was saying this last week. I think Weisselberg is going to try and run out the clock. He is, his best bet at this point is to hope. He can, you know, delay and use legal tactics so that he dies waiting for sentencing on the outside than actually dying in prison. Well, you still, they're going to go after his kids, okay? They're going to go after the other, the other couple of guys because they're going after, basically, if, they don't, if Trump don't go to jail, <clears throat> they're definitely going to try and, and destroy his business. They're going to take the business. If they oh, don't yeah. get him, they're going to take the corporation down well, the, the to where they want to. I've, cooked, yeah. I think, I've, I've said this you yeah, know, for right. a, a long heard, time uh, and in, in the whole what's good for the goose. And I, I personally don't support certain things like waterboarding or, in this case, asset forfeiture. But as long as the Republicans have been pounding the desk for it and demanding that it, it's a, a fine and sound legal tactic let's let's use it against them and see how much they like it so you know know, asset forfeiture weisselberg is suspected of a crime the entire trump family is suspected of crimes i think it it is fair to say that their their real estate and other properties are products of the the money that has come from these supposed crimes. So, asset well, the forfeiture real is money laundering. They're money right, laundering, but it's like structures. we need to we need to take their assets yes. at right. least until you know the the full investigation. And then he's got remember they still want to get him in Georgia. They want to get him uh, in Georgia. They want to get him in also in Washington. They, they filed in uh, Washington D.C. because he was jacking up the prices during the inaugural. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was through his hotel, mm-hmm. and you know the sister Letitia Davis hasn't spoke up yet either. That, you know Letitia that, James, you mean in James, New York? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was Davis or James. I don't know why I thought it was Davis, but uh, right. she hasn't um, she hasn't spoke up as far. But she hooked up with uh, Cy Vance, so they're going. Yeah, Cy Vance though. Oh, Cy Vance is a very shady fucking guy. Well, he's, who is, yeah, he's, he's about to go out. He's yeah. a fixer for the wealthy who has yep. gotten everybody off previously, Jeffrey Epstein and all these people. He is a, I, I, I don't know. Cy Vance is Well, it looks like Alvin Bragg horse. is going to be the next uh, DA in, in New York. Well, so we'll, we'll see what right, happens. Right, but is Cy Vance going to abandon the case to the, another attorney, another DA? I don't oh, know. Oh, absolutely. Because this, this investigation has been going on so long. And there is the, the and case. And we still got Rudy. Is, we still yeah, got Rudy. Well, the investigation is ongoing. The, the charges that were announced this week are just the beginning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if if Cy Vance, and if anyone thinks Cy Vance is going to be able to wrap this all up before he leaves yeah. office, no. it ain't happening. No, yeah. no. I mean, so Oof. so I mean, and also like I said, Rudy Giuliani, good old Rudy. Rudy's uh, going to sing. Rudy's going to sing. I, you know, I don't. I don't think he is going to. But I do think he's he's going to basically leak like a sieve just like i don't know if you guys saw the the video of of don jr this week saying oh sure my my dad paid for for weisselberg's 
grandkids to go to private school because my dad is a good guy and i think that's the the style yeah that's what rudy's gonna do he's gonna blurt out the crimes in public yeah he cannot without help. flipping he, he does not know how he's, to edit himself. he's gonna hurt himself by not flipping yeah. while still hurting the the trumps and and their yeah. criminal organization yeah, i mean cohen I, that's why everyone loves loves michael cohen yeah. right now because he's just He's telling. He said, "Look, oh, he I'm telling. It. He said, I'm telling you what they're going to do." And he's, I'm going to tell you what he said. Yeah. Weiselberg, Weiselberg. He said they did me the same way. But I think the the Trump kids, Rudy. It, it's like the Simpsons episode where Krusty was on trial for for. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, and and the you know the prosecutors bringing out you know exhibits and well here we have you know illegal betting slips and crusty's on the stand is it a crime you bet on professional sports yes oh you know and that's what i think a lot of these guys yeah the trump family especially and rudy through virtue of having you know been uh mayor and but he didn't pardon him i don't know why he didn't pardon him He's a lawyer. He doesn't need a pardoning. But I think that the thing is, these guys have been getting away with shit for so long yeah. that they they don't see it as a crime. It's just what you do. Not not paying taxes. Yeah, that doesn't make me. And a, that's a why that makes they me smart. Are still doing it, you know. And somebody yeah. was saying, that, I heard somebody saying that you know the thing about Trump is that we know that if he gets away with something once, he's just going to keep doing it. He, yeah. You know, that, that's kind of the good news because it is, you, you'd hate to, to him for him to have gotten away with a bunch of crimes and then just stop doing them. Right. And then you couldn't prosecute. He doesn't have that mechanism. Keep, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, even the, the second impeachment, you know, the, he, he, mm-hmm. as he was being impeached for Ukraine, he's telling China to interfere with our election. You yeah. Know? Yes. So there, there's a consistency there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I love that there was a spreadsheet that they had oh. that showed the difference between uh, what they were going to pay him and, it's and so the secret under the stupid table. stupid and yeah. beautiful. And I wonder how many other spreadsheets there are, you know? Yeah. Many. Yeah. No, I think, you know, John Oliver, uh, in retrospect, called it when he started referring to this as stupid Watergate. <laughs> yeah. Because it, it, it is. It really and is. Yeah. What, what kind of idiot, like, keeps... The, that that is just it is such a testament to the level of greed mm-hmm. that you know we're we're going to to cheat the IRS and you know fuck the taxpayers fuck America but don't you dare fuck with my bottom line like yeah, that yeah. you are not getting a dime more out of me and and we're not giving anything to the government because fuck, fuck them. them even though <laughs> 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 even though i would like to be in charge of the government you know yeah. well you know it's government can't govern if if you're keeping it from governing when I, you're i mean I, i've said it before i think like you know if somebody tells you they hate children you don't hire that person to be your babysitter right and when you do hire them, you, you, you recommend come, them as a babysitter yeah, to people whose kids yeah. you don't like them. Yeah, but you know, you hire them as the babysitter, and you come back at the end of the night, and your baby's drowned. Yeah, it's like, what did you expect? Mm-hmm. You know. So uh, yeah, he's, honestly, I expected you would have put it in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't get that high. <laughs> Work on that. Say, so, hey, how about that Bill Cosby release this week? Oh, well, there terrible, you go. Uh, you know, you he couldn't probably, let that go, could you? He, no. he he probably shouldn't have been prosecuted the way he was, but it was the only way they could prosecute him. Yeah. Basically Well, but whose yeah. whose fault was that? <laughs> Trump defense attorney. <laughs> former prosecutor. Right. Uh, yeah, was guy. it was it the former prosecutor? Was it Trump guy? Yeah. Well the, it was the, the guy one of Trump's defense lawyers in, in the, the second, second impeachment. Yeah 
was the prosecutor who made a deal. Okay, yeah. It was that one guy, that weird sort of meandering, shambolic dude. Uh, Again, you're going to have to be more specific. (laughs) Right. I know they all were. No, but the one who was like... Scaly, slimy. No, he was was the the very angry... uh, Oh, that he was that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's extraordinary. It's it's just it's just so heartbreaking and I you But know, you know I, what you know what's fucked up and what you hope is is going to come out of this that you know it won't. But you you hope it will is you look at all this shady stuff, you know, and I mean what we were just talking about. It's the same characters. It's, the it's same you know, you you get the the Trump impeachment, he's he's for the defense. You get the the Cosby prosecution, yeah. but the prosecutor who decides not to prosecute, same guy. Yeah. And you know, I'm not saying that there there's a link between trump and cosby you know aside from okay both elderly rapists uh and 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 famous but the the fact of the matter is that you keep seeing the same names coming up and for the people who are supporters of trump or cosby or rape in general Mm -hmm. uh to to not make that link or to deny it, and of well, course, with what you see happening with the January sixth commission, d- the denial is strong with the with the Republicans. Well, the difference with Cosby and Trump, Trump never went to jail. Okay, Trump well, should have been in Trump, jail. Trump wouldn't have bought them drinks. Yeah, well, that's another thing. But Trump should have been in jail a long time ago, probably at the time that For whatever real. Bill was doing. We we didn't get Roman Polanski. You know, Polanski's ass ran off, and he should have been in damn sure should have been in jail. You know, I mean, that's what you know. People are trying to you know tomato tomato now. Right now, when you look on Facebook, it's it's tomato tomato. Some people say, well, you know, why did they put? Cosby in jail, but Trump's not in jail. Or why isn't Weinstein in jail? And but Cosby is in jail, and they, they try to, you know, they've turned it. And also, some look at it also from a you, you know, white and black as as you know. There's always this racial uh, connotation in there that that you know it's it's not fair or whatever. I'm not going to sit there and, and go up and down on. Uh, you know, I was telling guys, look, I'm not going to. I heard about that stuff that Cosby was doing years ago. As a matter of fact. If Hannibal Barris had never did yep. mm-hmm. the joke, you know, this would he he was it was already on Google. Did you did you know about you this? You didn't know that? I don't know what you're oh, talking yeah, about. Oh yeah, I'm going to tell you this story. It's credible because uh, yeah. Well, you know how Cosby has this thing where he's like, you know, condemning people like Eddie Murphy and mm-hmm. you know and where you with pull, the pull up your pants and yeah, don't that talk. kind of stuff. Yeah. So Hannibal Burress had this thing about, you know, him lecturing black young men. It's mm-hmm. like, but you rape women. Right. And that was the bit. And he was doing it for six months. You know, wasn't getting a huge reaction. Somebody videotaped it, put it on the internet one night. Mm-hmm. This was like 2015 or something. Right. And it just caught fire, even though... Howard already, Stern got hold of it. Is that what it was? Stern hated Cosby. He yeah. hated Cosby. And he put... When Stern got behind it, boom, took off. It, I mean, it just mushroomed into everything. But it had been, it'd been sitting there on the internet for years and, and, and no one knew about well, it no one you said know, it's like the it. whole child molestation thing in hollywood you know where it's the the everybody knows just nobody says anything and then you know finally no but i'm a just saying no 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 but i'm saying the, the whole cosby thing it's like there are there are a lot of sex scandals uh related you know directly or indirectly to entertainment that 
a lot of people for years just, you know, that's just what Harvey Weinstein does. You know, right. you just don't get in a hotel room alone with him, you know. Right. Yeah, that's how uh, it but, always goes. You know, yeah. chickens with, chickens with, have been coming home to roost the with, past with few Cosby, years. Yes, you know, but after well, after the Hannibal Buress, it went from like twenty accusations, which he had sort of beaten yeah. and he paid for the temple, you know, then it was sixty. And you look at it, it covers sixties, seventies, eighties, you know, different women. Right. Yeah. You know. And it's almost always him offering them a pill or a drink, you know, this will relax you, et cetera, et cetera, and then you wake up and you've you've been, been raped. raped. Well, meanwhile, who recorded the comedy bit about wanting to give a woman Spanish fly? Bill Cosby, not George Carlin or anything. It's on one of his albums. It's it's uh, yeah, it's the it truth. Is. Yeah. And then he he also wrote about it in his Parenthood book. Oh my god! And he also talked about it in an interview, like his this desire to have Spanish fly. It's clearly something he's been thinking about. Meanwhile, Trump has these accusations of women, and we all heard the uh, pl- was what Grab was it? In the pussy? No, yeah, the uh, yeah that that tape that tape still yeah. made pretty sealed became president. Yeah, yeah, they thought he was toast for like two seconds, and they realized, oh, nobody cares. Yeah, but he the, the guy who interviewed him, um, Billy Bush. Billy yeah, Bush lost was, his job. He lost yeah. his job. Yeah, yeah, but this guy becomes president. Yeah, yeah, that's because somebody had some, you know. I'm just gonna share that yes. I was violently raped in 2009. And um, I tried to put it in my book. My rapist secured an advanced copy of my book and hired an attorney and threatened me with a lawsuit if I didn't remove the passage from the book. And because I do not want to be involved with my rapist for one more minute of my life, I took the passage out. And I allowed myself to be censored. And now he is conducting a smear campaign against me to people that we know in common. Oh, wow. And, you know, when this Cosby News hit, I was on vacation last week, driving around. And, I mean, I can't even tell you what that felt like as a survivor of of sexual assault. And it is not the first rape in my life. It's only the latest and the the one that was closest to home. And it's just, it's so fucking traumatizing. I mean, it's just to know that this man, and when I say this man, I mean both Cosby and the man who assaulted me, is protected by a legal system And, you know, because I was an intimate acquaintance of the man who assaulted me, you know, he has letters that I wrote to him that would seem to mitigate my claim because I was trying to make things right. Right. And for reasons I can't explain because it'll again put me in trouble. But, you know, it is. It's such a fucking nightmare. And for these 60 women that Cosby raped, to have to live knowing that this man is going to be out enjoying the rest of his life in some sort of sense of vindication, and that they and that I have to live the rest of our lives with the truth of what happened to us and no outlet, no ability to talk about it, no ability to bring suffering upon the person who perpetrated the crime is unbelievably difficult to live with in a day-to-day and moment-to-moment sense. I mean, it rips me fucking apart. And when I think of these women and, you know, 
mm-hmm. all the women out there, which is right. probably 80% of the women you all know have mm-hmm. suffered from sexual violence. My, of my one five sort sisters, or yeah. My sisters. You know, it's so rampant. It's so protected by the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And it's just a hopeless, hopeless, terrible feeling. Mm-hmm. It really is, you know, and... I'm ashamed of our legal system for allowing this man to go free, you know, mm-hmm. and he'll do it again if he can. Yeah. And then you have somebody like Felicia fucking Rashad, who is just such a yeah. feckless piece of shit coming out and defending him. Yeah, she I mean, needs those royalty checks. She's she's issued Jesus. this. Uh, she's issued some sort of apology because it puts right. her job at risk because she's a. Uh, uh, is she the dean of Howard University? No, no. Fucking she, uh, fire over the, her. Over her uh, she's over the she, art department. Art department, uh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Fire yeah. her ass. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, that's the stuff where, uh, you know, at first you wouldn't understand, or I wouldn't understand how these events are triggering for the women, you know, all and, these other women. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've, I've seen comments where it's like, well, you know, he didn't rape you. And it's like, Somebody it not understanding, matter. not understanding matter. the right. connection. You yeah. Know? Right. So obviously we feel terrible about Thank what you. happened to you. Was yeah. there was there any was there any thought to keeping the passage but making it? You well, know? I don't you name him. But, yeah. You oh, know. You, so you never were naming him. I never named him, and I never called it rape. Wow. And he still was going after. But you. I. So he's protected. Yeah. And now he's you know working. He's been working that side of the street. So, you know, it's just, it's so ugly and you, you think you're fine. Like you think you've dealt with it and you moved on and you're compartmentalized and everything's cool. And then the Cosby news drops and it just rips the tar paper roof off your fucking soul where you're keeping that piece of you and just flays it. You know, it's just becomes, it all comes out. And then the project is to stuff it back into a place where you can go and show up at your podcast on a Saturday morning and not fucking cry about it. You know what I mean? It's like, and that is how I will live the rest of my life because I don't, unless I write some thinly veiled fiction, which I'm being advised by a lawyer, like if you want to write a talk about it, write about it, Write it as a novel, which maybe I will do. I don't yeah, know. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's not, it doesn't do what I need it to do, which is yeah. I need him specifically to to lose something. Yeah. Right. right. You know? Yeah. So it's just awful and it's destroyed our, you know, it's destroyed many things in our, my life. So, it, you know, all of this stuff is just part and parcel of this like weird and everything that we're talking about here. And in the last year or whatever, you know, whether it's the pandemic, it's the environmental collapse, it's, you know, Black Lives Matter and the oppression of the white race on the black race, all of these things, it's just fucking patriarchy, you know? And I hate to be the, like, crazed feminist in the room, but, you know, it's the fucking patriarchy. You know, I would say uh, the last five minutes would just negate uh, any need for the word crazed in, uh, in there. but but I, I, I you you make a good point in in the fact that if you know the history of the country if you've read enough what you're saying is exactly right because everything was created for him created for you know the, the white, white male man. yep okay it was created for, and if you it was either By and well for. you know all the way down to the point of 
if when they were when they were the Puritans were saying, hey, well, we can sleep with the slaves, but the female, a white female, cannot sleep with a black slave. Right. Okay. Because if she does, it's a disgrace to the country. Right. Okay. She's just a disgrace. But right. we, who are supposed to be Christians, we can sleep with whoever we want. Mm. And they changed the rules as it went along. Yeah. They never had a solid rule. They just kept changing it to mm -hmm. make it good for them. And if you know, if you and, and you keep the narrative. And it has been sewn all the way through. I was talking about this yesterday some, to some friends sitting out front. And I said, that narrative has stayed. And you, you just, she just put it so well, beautifully. Yeah. And I you mean, know, the, the to paraphrase Jeffrey Scott Hendrick, you know, it's a white man, our goalpost, Sam Wheels. <laughs> right. And, you know, the trauma, I mean, you know, and we so witnessed this with the George Floyd murder, which was that was a trauma response in the black community black lives matter was it, it wasn't just about george floyd it was about right. what black americans have experienced every day of their lives throughout american history and even if white people today were not the authors the direct authors of that misery it is our ancestors who did it we have to heal that somehow it falls to us for whatever karmic reason here we are the white people in this moment and we have to fucking work this problem out we have to heal this trauma somehow well, don't through reparations or any you know defunding the police i'm sorry right. no, but i'm just gonna say don't let candace owens or brandon brandon tatum uh, larry elder they don't believe in any of that what you're saying okay is what other black people are saying but those people are spreading the word to those to those right-wing mm -hmm. white people tell them this is these are coming from black folks or was this uh burgess allen from utah the brother that the senator yeah. that, that cory booker got into it with Talking about, you know, black folks don't deserve reparations. Nobody, they don't need this. They're, they're telling, you got scholars, black scholars. You got Thomas Sowell. Yeah. All these guys saying black people don't deserve shit. And forget about their history. Oh, history doesn't mean anything. Bad. And this is coming from black people who are telling you this. So when you're standing as a white person well, also, saying that it's wrong, you got another brother over here saying, oh, no, they don't need There's nothing. There's always the sellouts. You well, know? I was right. going to say, consider the black people who it's coming from. They got theirs. So, you know, fuck you and, and you trying to get yours. I got mine. So don't fuck this but, up for you know, me. I, I, I don't ever use the term because I'm not the right person. But, you know, the term Uncle Tom, right? There needs to be, is there a term for a female like, say, Felicia Rashad? You know what I mean? Well, well, like Uncle, Felicia, I, I, wait, well wait a minute. I should, the turncoat uh, female who's like, you know. Well, yeah. I have to give you the history. Uncle Tom was the one that actually helped black folks. He was, they should have used yeah. Sambo. Yeah. You know, now if you want to say who is Sambo, yeah. that is the, yeah, that's who we, because, you know, it, it's been running around for so long. Yeah. And Nobody so even knows what that, it means. Yeah, right. Dr. Claude Anderson had to come out and said, look, and I said, I don't know how many I have to tell you this. Uncle Tom was not what you think it is. Yeah. Although Larry Elder's punk ass went and put out a video called Uncle Tom and so he could draw people in to watch it and it's 999 guy and Candace Herman Cain, Herman Cain and, and uh, Candace I, you know, and, I haven't heard a lot from Herman Cain. What's he been up to? Uh, mostly, mostly being dead these oh, okay. days. 
Yeah, was you he, know, uh, I mean, went, I, went maskless to a Trump Nazi rally. Oh, yeah. and, right. uh, oh, and then and then the liberals killed him. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Antifa. With with Antifa. the disease that uh, yeah, Antifa was sneaking uh, the virus into the Trump rally. You know, I was thinking there should be a, a women's like a Black Lives Matter for women, but then it would be F L M. Fuck, or even Which close is, to fuck my life. Fuck my life. Yeah, that's not going to work. But like, yeah, I mean, I just want to start. I just want to start a, a support group for all of the marginalized. And it is, you know, well, it it is now July, so we are we are out of Pride Month. But but call it fire. Fuck all y'all. No, fuck all y'all. F a y. Yeah. Anyway. Um, now, uh, now the women, who, uh, the Black Lives Matter. It's a lot of women that started it. Well, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say. Focus. So now, the brothers are coming out. They're pissed off with Black Lives Matter. Some of them are because of their um, what is their their I don't know if it's not their slogan, but uh, what do you call it? Of what their mission, their mission, their mission statement. statement. Yes, and they said, "Ty, you know the, you know." And they were telling me, "Well, you know, they're they're, they're feminists, and they're it's all this, and they're all about the gays, and they're all about the." And I said. <clears throat> that's what you're worried about? Yeah. He said, yeah. I said, I said you're worried that here's, a, here's some sisters that decided to get together and fight for something, okay? I don't care. As long as they're not robbing, killing, stealing, beating people up, they were talking about advancing their people. Yeah. Okay? That's it. That's all they're doing. If you don't want to be a part of it, you don't have to be. But don't shit on them right. because they decided to stand out and do so. Well, they're taking and then this See, whole uh, mask. Uh, they're you, taking you this whole, said it. That masculine, I was going to say this is this is the answer to the question that you asked like way back at the beginning of the show about what's up with all these white people saying they're taking our freedom, and it's, they're saying though the brothers are saying they're taking our masculinity. This is this is same, also well, yeah. I mean, same I mean, thing though. You know right, you know right, what I'm saying. Right. There's, there's this whole thing about somebody taking something. I said no. That's your insecurity within yourself. Yeah. The thing is, know and, thyself. If you know thyself, you don't have to worry. Your problem is not with the world. Your problem is with yourself first. Mm-hmm. Deal with you. Own your shit. Also, taking something from me is like, that is dead thinking, you know? I mean, that is zero-sum bullshit. And now we have to, like, come at it from a uh, a new paradigm. You know, that one is just... It's just a well. They're not going to discuss. You're not going to get the discussion of race, okay? Unless we got we got more of um, of yourself and Dave and and you guys. If I can get a bunch of you guys, then, yeah, you can have that discussion. But the average white woman or average black a white a black man a white man, they're not going to have that discussion that people want to have about race. It's they're, uncomfortable, right? And, and, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't want to feel like a victim. I was like, dude, I'm not. There, there is no. If you'd have told the truth in the beginning, because this is all it is. It's yeah. just truth. You know, what is it that you're afraid of? That you're going to find out how much savagery that went on, be, you know, from Jim Crow? I don't, worry, I don't know. Give well, up where you just start wherever you want. But it's just, you, they got to know. Now, if you don't want to know, then, hey, keep walking around blinded. You know, it's it's the the idea that with great responsibility comes a, a lot of shit that you have to do, right? And yeah. and I think that is the the crux of of the idea is it's first of all the the personal the the feeling that you're being personally attacked when when people talk about the history of white people in America Gosh. and and fucking <laughs> over you know any anyone darker than you know. 
us, basically. <laughs> that, Wait, what is it? We're palm colored. Uh, what's That's that? the, as I saw on TikTok. Mm. Palm? Palm colored. A black person calls a white person <laughs> palm colored. Yeah. It's the new, or or what are we, are snow, snowbirds? Yeah. Or, no, that's old retirees. Yeah, it's no, going, no, going no, to Florida. Snow bunnies. Snow bunnies, yeah. yes. But the, the idea is that if, if we acknowledge the responsibility and, you know, the fact that white privilege is something that I may not have set out to take advantage of throughout my life. And like I often say on the show, you know, I've been told by enough white people throughout my life that I'm not white because I'm one of them Jews. And it's like, cool, I don't, I don't want to be that. But the, But the, the thing is, even if I separate myself from white people by virtue of, you know, my, my Jewish identity, the fact of the matter is, between the way I look and the fact that privilege. my my name was anglicized when my great grandfather came here to this country, I have benefited from white privilege. And to to say that I haven't mm. would would just be patently ridiculous. So the idea that if I am going to accept uh, a culpability, if not responsibility. For what's been going on in America and you know, the little that I've done to solve these problems, then it it may fall upon me to have to do more. And this is this is the fear, is that if I accept responsibility for this uh by virtue of yeah, the color right. of my skin, then fuck. I so I have to donate to causes, I have to I have to go to rallies, I have to educate myself yeah. and then educate other people. Do you realize how much that is gonna cut into my Netflix viewing queue? Yeah. Well well I got also, shows to watch, man. Well, I will tell you this. Also, other other immigrants that have come here, whether they're Af- you know, Africans, uh, Nigerian you know, Nigerians or you know, Jamaican, Jamaican, they, they, Dominican. They do not think. They said, you know, that whole African American thing. That's bullshit. Okay, they should just because they were told that the streets will be, but painted with gold when they get here. And, right. they, and they said they should. The black people, you know, they got it made, and it's just shut up. And not, and you hey, know, and they should just. Someone's got to pave those streets. Yeah, and it's just you know, <laughs> it's just been sitting there saying this, and so we're, I'm saying, you know, but yet you come, and you're benefiting. From the civil rights of black people who had to stand up. Yeah. You benefited from, but yet you're telling the African Americans who were here, you know, who you are imitating, walking like, talking like, dancing like, doing all these different things that you say, and then all of a sudden you tell them, hey man, you know, you guys are stupid. And you're voting Republican. Most of them, most Armenian, Africans, yeah. they all vote Republican. I know. And they say that, that black people are just a bunch of complainers. They need to put all that uh, slavery stuff and whatever in the in the past, and that's not around anymore. The hell with Jim it's Crow. It's always somebody else's fault, right. isn't it? That's what I'm getting right. from when I'm trying to push back on what happened to me. Oh, Erica, she always thinks it's somebody else's fault, and <clears throat> you know, I mean, I think that that's part of the narrative. Right. Whenever we're talking about you know oppressed peoples or 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 survivors or something or whatever you know nobody is going to take responsibility well you know you just have to pick yourself up by your bootstraps and by the way before you start i'm going to need to get those bootstraps (laughs) 
So if you could yeah. just turn those in and uh, then go I, about you your know, merry way. No, no fucking bootstraps for us until we get the ERA, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, you know, I haven't oh, been waiting God, that long so, for that. It was that. so close. It was going to pass. And then <laughs> it was fucking, so... Can you believe uh, that we can't uh, pass that? You know what? Um, I mean, yeah. From St. Louis. Uh, the, the enemy is from St. Louis. Uh, well, uh, I've said that for years. I'm yeah. from Chicago. <laughs> uh but oh, I God. can sit across the table from you, who. Jim. Oh gosh! Oh, Shoot, brain fart. She she supported Trump, and then she conveniently died before he was elected. Uh, an older old woman. Oh. She was the anti-feminist, you know. Phyllis Schlafly. Phyllis Schlafly. Phyllis Schlafly. Schlafly. Was able to turn the tide. Mammy Yoakum. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And thanks. Thank you, Phyllis. Well, it just goes to show you, as as our country prepares to celebrate our independence by blowing shit up, and probably portions of our own bodies, depending on who you are, that no matter who we are as a people, as a subgroup, whenever there is a fight for justice and freedom in America, you can be sure that there will be people who should be on your side. That will fight you tooth and nail yes. and take down your whole fucking operation. Yep. America. America. Yep. So on that happy note, <laughs> uh, let us let us get out there and uh, secure our pets, buy fireworks, get things to grill, whatever we got to do, because it it is America's let's, birthday. And let's all celebrate. I yeah, I cannot be any more grateful than to celebrate America's birthday by celebrating the bicentennial of this show with the folks that started it all. So I want to thank you guys for being here today. It is, I'm going to, I'm going to have myself a good cry when you guys are we gone because, you know, it. privacy. Uh, but no, I it, it does mean a lot. And I want to thank you guys for, for coming here, not just today, but, uh, you know, Sometimes uh, in between those two hundred, yeah, we were, we were here a few times. We've been here, and uh, it it has been a pleasure and educational for for sure for, for me. Sure. So I want to thank you guys for being here, and uh, let us just go around the room. Erica Schickel, hey. you got a book coming out in August. Uh, sure should do. you so desire. Before that, or your next appearance here, where can people catch up with you and what you've got uh, going on online or in person you know, in the coming you days, can weeks, and months? Find me in at uh, Shickety on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, I have a website, Erica. You spell that with a K, Shickle S C H I C K E L dot com, and it has all the book news and so forth. I'm heading into the studio on Monday to start recording the audio book. Awesome! Fantastic. Wish me luck. Yeah, right. good oh. luck. And folks. Book is available for pre-order. We've been stuck inside our homes using major online retailers Again, for shit like that. The big independent hurt. bookstores. The big hurt. There go, it is. Go out, support your local bookstore, <laughs> and uh, do a pre-order of the big hurt, which comes out in, in August. August 10th. Thank you right for your on. patronage. Thank you for being with us, Erica <laughs> Schickel. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure to have you here with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, time and Ship at Weebly.com is my um, website. And Time and Ship at uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Time and Ship at Twitter. You can also uh, get my book, uh, My East St. Louis, on um, uh, Amazon.com, as well as my uh, CD, 
Universal Brother, which is on uh, CD Baby and Spotify. Right uh, on. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Looking forward to the next 200. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe America may heal mm. by then. We'll, we'll find out. In the meantime, Mr. Jim Coughlin, always great to have you here with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, they could uh, they could find me on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, I'm at, at Mr. Jim Coughlin. That's an M and an R, and then my name. My album is out there uh, a little off the top of my head. You can find that at Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, or you can give me more money and buy it at my website, jimcoughlin.com. And I'm getting, I'm going off to the Tom and Thaphne Farnan wedding that's at two. So I better get the heck out of oh, here. Oh, lovely. Ooh. Well, yeah. uh, definitely send my regards. Yeah. Uh, we'll do, Del- we'll do. Velvet Tom. Yeah. And uh, that's at the, that's me, my first time in a Greek Orthodox church. I'm Ooh. looking forward to it. You know, I'm so was, was there regular wedding scheduled for last week, and then the Greek Orthodox wedding is this, two weeks is later. That how yeah, they do yeah, it? A week yeah. later, yeah, yeah. Actually, the, actually, their <laughs> wedding was in Vegas a year ago, but oh. but you know, it so was during the severely pandemic. Orthodox. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And you know, of course, Greek Orthodox. You know, that's that that brings us into the the Great Schism of 1054. Exciting news oh. to talk about. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we won't go there. I, but. Yeah, I was. I'm still working out, you know, issues for my my 1052 Great Schism. Yes. So, I'll, well, you know, if you just want to know why does the Greek Orthodox priest face away from the congregation during the Eucharist, well, that's because uh, that there was a change that came in after the Great Schism of 1054. So basically, any change of the Catholic Church that happened after 1054, they won't be doing it with the Greek Orthodox or any of the Orthodox. You know, those wily Greeks. Yeah, that's right, and you're Russian. And, <laughs> Yes, and once you rush in, what do you do? You got there in a hurry. And nothing, then, yeah, yes. nothing going on. That's right. Speaking of uh, Russians in a hurry, uh, well, more half Ukrainian. But uh, me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for being here. I uh, was a pleasure. Look forward to the next time we do this as well. Uh, as I started to say, I am Dr. David Robinson. You can catch me on the socials on Facebook, Dr. David Robinson. On Instagram, the Dr. Robinson, and on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials, on the Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at L E T S B T R E A S O N A B L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, whether you've been with us for 200 episodes two or hey, maybe this is your first time either way, any way. want to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, tell everyone, you know, share it on whatever social media platforms you are on the platforms where you listen to this show and even the platforms where you don't. If you've got the time and inclination, if you didn't like what you heard, well, not sure why you stuck around, but thanks for doing that. Make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. We will be back next week in one form or another. Hopefully you will too for the 200th time. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.